yourself. Jeremy, you good? Testing. Testing, 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 testing. Yo, how y'all Ooh. feeling? How y'all feeling? How y'all feeling? Feeling all right. Feeling all right. Money is a blessing. Money is a blessing. It is a blessing. It's a beautiful day. It is a blessing if you got it. It is a blessing if you got it. Why'd you say that? Just saying, money is a blessing, man. I just want to send some good vibes to money some, out there. Some good, some good capitalistic energy. I love you, money. I appreciate you. Oh my I appreciate God. you spending spending so much time with me recently. Is <laughs> this nigga go? <laughs> if y'all yo, if y'all hear a loud bang upstairs, just know I, I didn't hang some shit right. I, <laughs> don't ask me no questions. Don't text me like, yo, check. Yo, your thing fell. Don't say nothing to me. Just know it fell and don't say shit to me. Um, keep just, your opinions to yourself. Yeah, keep it's your the last time I fucking talk about it. Yeah, exactly. Steven Jackson voice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Real talk, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't need no, I don't need no negative energy coming towards me. So if you got bad news for me, just keep it, just keep that shit. Um, but yeah, y'all feeling good? It's fucking Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Now Thursday is Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. It's hot as fuck. Yeah, fucking heat wave coming. Yeah, for real, for real. Oh my goodness, today was just a beautiful day. I got to walk, walk the boardwalk while I was on break. Had a very good lunch, an arugula salad. Try, try you healthy. Here comes all these folks out here, you know. This nigga. Talking Shout about out to arugula the vegans. Like this is some fucking. I supported you guys for one meal today. Yeah, arugula. Like this is some exclusive shit. It's arugula, nigga. <laughs> it's arugula salad. We get it. See, this nigga Jeremy's. He's turning into something else, y'all. He's turning into something else, and I, I can't stop him. I've tried to stop him for thirty years, mm. and he's just mm. he's turning into a different dude. Alec, how you doing? I'm doing all right. Feeling all right. How y'all feel about, um, let's just get right into it, man. We, they were waiting two weeks. Let's get right into it. Listen. Do you want to, wait, wait, wait. Do y'all want to start on, do y'all want to start on the Celtics news or do y'all want to just get straight into the documentary? I want to, let's, let's open up the Celtics news. About Schroeder. About Schroeder. Yeah, Schroeder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How y'all feel about the signing? I love it. Yeah. I love it. We got a very good player for a fucking steal because mm-hmm. he, you know, Fucked up more than the bag. Over, overplayed his hand a little bit. <laughs> you fucked up more than the bag. More which, than a which, little bit. Which is a discussion as well. But yeah. that, that's a further discussion. Mm-hmm. But go. Mm-hmm. But yeah, go on. No, I just think that I'm very, very happy that we're, we got him for at least one year. I think he's a perfect point guard for our system. It's a play along Jalen and uh, Jason. I prefer him starting over Marcus. Um, and that's all I got to say about that. How you feel, Alec? Um, I mean, obviously, I was talking my shit in the group chat, but um, <laughs> like, made your feelings rather clear. Yes, yeah. clear. But no, nah, I guess I mean I wanted I prefer anybody starting over Marcus personally, so I guess mm-hmm. that's a good thing. Um, I didn't obviously I didn't watch too many Laker games, but obviously I know who Dennis Shorter is. Mm-hmm. He played in OKC and shit like that, so I guess it's a pretty good keep uh, pickup. We got him for the cheap, cheap obviously. for the cheap, cheap. Mm. Obviously, which is the keyest thing about mm. this. Yeah, so. So yeah, it's a pretty good pickup. Obviously, I also said in the group chat like it seems that like everybody else in the in the league is like forming like Voltron and shit. Uh-huh. We're like the only ones who have I don't want to say like stagnated, but mm-hmm. we haven't really been making a lot of big moves in free agency. We haven't so made anything. any splashes. But overall, I guess it is like a good pickup. So yeah, I guess I'm I'm, I'm happy about it. Sure. Yeah, I think that I agree. I think that like with what we because the thing is is like overall with Celtics free agency. We couldn't, we could have made a big splash, but we shouldn't have made a big splash because we've been doing this shit for years. 
For five years, we've been signing people, doing all this other shit, blah, 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 blah. Like um, devoting all this money to people, whether it be Kyrie, whether it be Hayward, whether it be fucking Kemba, whether it be, you know. We're about to have max room next year, after next season. Right, exactly. I don't want, exactly. I don't want us to bring in anybody that is going to hinder our cap space going into next year. I don't don't want that at all. But I also want to be competitive. You know, we made the, the trade for Josh Richardson. Um, another we we our guard we could not play defense from the from the guard position last year, we sucked, mm-hmm. you know. And now we bolstered our guard positions de- defensively. We have Marcus Smart, we have um, Richardson, and we have we have Schroeder now. Schroeder not only is not only is he like uh, he could score, but he's a defender. Yeah, he yeah. can really defend. Yeah, and I know that like, and I'm gonna get into the Lakers a little bit. I'm gonna mm-hmm. get into the Lakers. And about Shooter overall and how he he overall his image was soured by the Lakers. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because like, because it's not like you it, don't turn down the Lakers, huh? Because he turned them down and you don't turn down the Lakers, right? And it's like, and, and they've done that many times. Mm-hmm. They've done it many times in the past. Um, whether they, they the Lakers love to scapegoat people. Mm-hmm. They love to scapegoat people. They love to blame. Like I'm watching all last season, right? All last season, everybody hated Danny Green. They hated Danny Green. They hated Kentavious Caldwell Pope. Not last, not this past year, the year before. Before they had won the championship. Lakers fans, yo, when you watch Lakers fans, the way that Celtics fans love their players too much. Lakers fans hate the people that play for them. They hate them. They talk they so never, much shit never about be them. Showtime and da, like da, 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 you da. listen to them. It's like they are constantly berating these people. Whether you're Danny, if you if, like, if Danny Green isn't on fire, he fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. Kentavious Caldwell Pope, don't even get me started on Kuzma. KCP, don't even KCP. Don't, don't even get me started on Kuzma. Kuz is still better than Jason oh, Tatum though, so I don't, I don't care. Right, what exactly. And then. And, and if you're like, we could go back in history. We could go to the, to the scapegoat of Dwight Howard, right? Dwight Howard gets traded to the Lakers. Dwight, Dwight Howard has a bad back. Mm-hmm. He has a bad back, but they force him to play anyways. Guess what happens? They suck. Mm. They, they, they trade for Steve Nash's old ass. Mm-hmm. Steve Nash with his, old, with his old back. They suck. It's their fault and then they and then they give Kobe that big ass contract, right? And at the time, Kobe's making like twenty to twenty five million dollars a year. And in today's time, that's no money. Mm-hmm. That's like nigga, come on, man, mm-hmm. fuck it. That's that money. That's the same money that Schroeder was getting. Yeah, that that's what they offered Schroeder, but not in 2011, 2012, $25 million dollars was the biggest contract in the league. $25 million will will absolutely hinder your opportunity to sign anybody or to make any moves. You know what I mean? So the Lakers, the Lakers, they will, and, and, and they will, and then of course they fail. The, 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 the Lakers, the Lakers fail. Who do they blame? They blame Dwight Howard, right? But they're the same niggas that putting up stay D12 posters <laughs> up in LA. <laughs> Still putting up those posters, begging him to stay, and then when he lo- when he decides to leave and go to Houston, they kill him. They kill him. He's the reason why they sucked. Dwight Howard's gonna suck. Da 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 da. Like completely shit on Dwight Howard's entire existence. You know what I mean? And not only that, 
This is how they treat you when you don't choose them. Mm. How they treat you when you actually win. When you actually win for them. They ship Kuzma. Mm. They ship Kentavious Caldwell Pope. <laughs> they away. They fucking, they send them niggas to the fucking Wizards, <laughs> who are the new Knights Watch of the fucking NBA. Mm. Even though you won a champion. Can you imagine if you won a championship in Boston? We got Brian Scalabrini has a, a job for life because mm-hmm. he played two minutes a game for the fucking for the um, for the 08 Celtics team. Mm-hmm. The white mama. He gets a fucking a nickname for being a mascot, a glorified human fucking mascot in Boston. You know what I mean? But in but in L.A., you win a championship and Kentavious Caldwell Pope, Pope played great for them. Mm-hmm. Kuzma did what he needed to do. Mm-hmm. Danny Green didn't even get re-signed. They didn't re-sign Dwight Howard. They didn't, you know what I mean? All these plays that helped them win a championship, they were going to the next year. We're going to give our money to Montrez Harrell. We're going to give our money to fucking, to this, that, and that. You know what I mean? To Schroeder, all this other shit, right? And then the next year, we're going to ship anybody else that isn't named LeBron James or, or Anthony Davis away. These same LA fans that were, when, when Anthony Davis was hurt, were calling this nigga Mr. Glass. <laughs> These are Laker fans calling him Mr. Glass. Like, could you imagine that shit in Boston? It would never happen. The thing about it, though, is like, because that's the, then, but, but being on the other side of it, we have the other the other debate, right? Like, there's too many jerseys hanging in the rafters right you know right I mean? but, like we're but literally but, running out of numbers right exactly you know? so it's just exactly like, but dude. the things are different things the only difference here is like like we're talking modern history mm-hmm. all of those we've only retired one one celtics jersey in the in the 20 years i've been a fan mm. and that's paul pierce that's how we used to do shit in the olden days the Lakers are getting nastier and nastier <laughs> in the way that they're continuing to do this. You know what I mean? And back to back to to, to round it about my, my point about Schroeder, Schroeder turned down, turns down that deal. It's not like Schroeder had a bad year last year. He didn't have a bad year. Look at his numbers. He didn't have a bad year, especially when you consider the fact of how many people were fucking hurt and the new role he has, the new role he has to play in that team, right? Mm-hmm. You mean to tell me Dennis Schroeder isn't worth even signing? Dennis Schroeder can't get a deal anywhere? Come on, man. But we've seen this They story. completely blamed him for their shortcomings and flipped everyone else for Russell Westbrook that now makes Dennis Schroeder expendable? <laughs> Listen, I would I would co-sign your point 110. This is a this is the same and people like people like saying the shit about like oh the the Celtics the Celtics um the Celtics the Celtics how could Dennis Schroeder be so good that you offered him an extension an 80 million dollar 84 million dollar extension but then he's not even good enough to sign. You were willing to pay that nigga $21 million a year two months ago, but now he isn't even, he isn't even worth a mid-level exception. <laughs> Did he fucking jump into the stands and start fighting fans or some shit? Somebody has to explain that to me. What if, but, but that's the thing though, like Dennis Schroeder wasn't even worth the money that the Lakers are trying to offer him though. 
He wasn't worth $21 million? No. I mean... Yes, he was because of today's market, but strictly because of today's market, right? Of course. That's but, what we're talking but, about. We're talking about but, we're dealing with today's market. But the thing about Dennis Schroeder, though, is like I can't even be put that much blame on the Lakers. Yeah, the Lakers suck. I'll co-sign that all day, but in this particular situation, like, nah, because we've had this situation happen in the past, specifically in the NBA. Last time in my recent memory, I think it was like Bonzi Wells, where, where he passed up on a deal, um, where he was supposed to get like, 20 million or something like that or, or 15 million whatever it was back then and they had to settle for the minimum back then we all know the Latrell Sprewell story like I think this is more so of a situation where you have someone like you have someone like like so, someone like what the hell's his name here Short over here who just overplayed his hand you know like bro like you should have been humble let me put this one, okay he turns down that 84 million dollar deal what other team has that type of money and would have been willing to pay him, do you think? Yo, they just, who was it? Yo, the Bulls just gave Lonzo Ball like fucking 80 million. The Bulls just gave DeMar DeRozan mad money. The the Pat Con how much did Pat Connington just get signed for? Um fucking um Duncan that's, Robinson. That's, that's, that's Duncan of, Robinson. That's a lot of that's a lot of what aboutism. I'm telling I'm asking you what to what are these teams? I'm I'm telling you that teams, I'm telling you I'm, I'm all the teams that yeah. those players signed to. Oh well the, the Miami like like you like wait like is is Dennis Schroeder like a bum now or something like that? Uh, listen the, him and Pat Connaughton don't deserve that type of money. But again, Pat Pat Connaughton, Pat ugh, whatever his name is, I, I refuse to pronounce their last names correctly. They refuse to pronounce our last names correctly. Anyways, Patty Boy over there, he played his hand properly, came in humble, took the damn money. Mister Schroeder, you could have taken the money, played another year, and then demanded to be traded. If it was, because my thing is, well, the thing I need to find out is, okay, did you not take the money because you felt that you were worth more, or did you not take the money because you didn't want to stay in LA? Is it a combination of both? Is it neither one of those things? Like, what is it, right? What I'm interpreting it as right now is, he felt he could get more money in this market. And I'm of the mindset that anyone wants to pay him more than $20 million in this, in this market was merely being very, very nice and polite. Lakers offer that dude $21 million a year. Dennis Schroeder, $21 million a year. That's what, that's what Evan Fournier got. You say you saying it like twenty one million, like like this is twenty one million back when Kobe got it. Well, it isn't. It well, isn't someone, the same thing. And there's mad people that Dennis Schroeder is better than do you, that got bigger, that got the same deal or better deals, and, and especially with teams that he's gonna be he's gonna be more featured. Mm. Like when when Dennis Schroeder goes to L.A., he has the ball out of his hands. He's, he played it, so he wanted to see what the market was gonna what the was market was gonna be like. Career, did he hit career highs this year while with the Lakers, uh, scoring and or assists? Uh, I don't think in scoring. He averaged like fifteen points. This I'm looking at right now. He averaged fifteen points this year. Fifteen. Yeah, fifteen. He shot forty three percent from the field, and he averaged five assists, five point eight assists this year. Right. So he's having 15, 15, five, and yeah, fifteen and five. Right. And this is with the ball out of his hands. 
His best year was like 2017, it looks like. Well, OKC. Atlanta. Oh, Atlanta, yeah, yeah. He averaged 19 points, three rebounds, and six assists. And here's the thing, right? And here's the thing. It's not only just the fact that, like, when you when you consider someone like Dennis Schroeder and all those people I just named, he's averaging those numbers, and he's a really good defender on top of that. Like that's what like that's once again it's like people like you know we go we run to stats but it's like well what what kind of player is putting these numbers up? You have to you have to con, you have to consider that as well. You know, it's not like when when you put up Marcus Smart's numbers and like oh his numbers aren't impressive but he's like first team all defense though. This is first team all defense leading the leading his team in assists. This is first team all defense giving us at least 13 points a game. For you know what I mean? Shooting at least 38% from the from 3 40 something, you know what I mean? From the 45% from the field. You know, so it's like when you in all those players I just named, the Fournier's, the Connaughton's, the Duncan Robinsons, they are one-sided players. Fournier plays okay defense, but Connaughton, um Duncan Robinson, Duncan Robinson runs around and hits threes. And I don't even know what the fuck his contract we just got. Like, but nevertheless, the Celtics just went from having to pay Kemba Walker 30 plus million dollars, 30, I think 34, 35 million dollars a year to now having for the next two years to now play, paying Dennis Schroeder six million for one year. And that's our that's our, our split for our starting point guard. And to me, that's a just a huge win. Like we can't like that's a huge win. And I know that shooter is actually going to play and he's going to play both sides of the floor. We don't have a super small point guard that doesn't play defense anymore that we've been fucking we've been plagued with for the past five years. Um, I mean, Kemba took charges, but, you know, he wasn't a D. He couldn't, you know, and um, I just think it's win win for both for both that's sides. That's another part of it, too. It's like him being out in the market like that, Schroeder. Team, is, is, let me put it this way. This is the analogy I'm thinking of right now, right? These teams make summer plans the way that the players make their summer, summer plans to go travel, right? When the offseason comes, these teams already have their plan. Okay, this is who we're going after. This is who we're going to get. And that's just that, right? I feel like, w w when did Shorter officially turn down that contract? Um, they heard it um, probably, I think, in the middle of the year. Like, like I think at like March, like March? before the playoffs, right before the playoffs, March. Ah, so teams, uh, well, teams would have had time to adjust their plans then if that was the case. I mean, but, everybody, uh, every knows, team man. has to adjust on the fly. I mean, yeah. trades happen, and then of course, you know, okay. I mean, Russell Westbrook gets traded from from Washington. Now, who's the point guard in well, in Washington? Who's the who's the point guard in Boston after we trade Kemba away? Who's the point guard in in you know? Well, before before we we we, we wrap up this and move into the documentary right mm -hmm. what I'm trying to find the right, right, right way to put this like what I don't know I, I just what do you what could the Lakers have done to actually soil it where other teams would be like oh well the Lakers said this so we're not going to go after him you know what I mean like what aside from he's a he's a he's a he's not a good locker room guy He's not like don't act like teams don't do this. Oh no, I'm not. I'm not yeah, asking. Teams do. I, I want like, he's not a good locker room. He's not a good locker room guy. Yeah. He's um he's turning. He's he's asking for too much money. It's the same thing that people accuse the Celtics of with 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 um with um with Isaiah Thomas. Mm -hmm. You know, 
Wait, when he started talking that, like, oh, you better back up the Brinks truck and shit like that. Because and all, the reason I asked that is because, Because okay. it's to bring, you do that to sour it, to bring his market value down. You and bring I, his market value that. down, so now you sign him for even lower. Mm -hmm. He doesn't want to sign the contract. Okay, now, when things go bad, I just feel like we just needed some help at the at the point guard position. I feel like if we just had some someone that really did it at the other point guard. And then that, that, that talk ruminates. Mm -hmm. And then now, it's bringing your number down. So now, you, you have two choices now well if you're Dennis well for, for, for Dennis and the Lakers now it's like you now we've driven your price down so now you're gonna have to accept something lower okay, than so, what than what we just offered you okay or or well, we're why positioned wouldn't exec listen to that though like listen to all that cap right like if how I, do you know if, it's cap that's what I'm saying though the reason I, I know it's cap is because it's the fucking Lakers so let's so let me put this all right I'm an exec I, I find out that Dennis Schroeder turned you guys down for twenty for twenty one million dollars a year, and then you guys call me and say, "Well, he wants too much money. A, he's a scumbag, and he's a bad teammate. Woo, 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 woo. He's murder mad people. We, we we hit the bodies for him because we're out in L.A. That's how we roll. Right. Yada yada yada. Right. Really, all he's that shit. But y'all still transients. offered him twenty one million dollars. Why did you guys offer him anything if he was that bad? You know what I mean? So why does the GM fall for it? Now, my answer to that is the same reason why fucking uh, Danny Angel, Danny Angel was able to pull off all the bullshit he was able to pull off with some of these GMs because they're fucking idiots. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, because my thing is, at the end of the day, my point is this. Someone took John Wall's contract. Exactly. Someone so... If you're correct in that, hey, the Lakers soured him and his market went down, then... That just proves the point that these fucking GMs are idiots. Yeah. If the Lakers can get you to do something yeah. that, like that. Because, yeah, he's going, you, you can lower the market, but lower the market to a point where, like, well, it's going to be veteran minimum now, da, da, whatever. Like, unless, I don't want to get into that part, but whatever, man. These GMs yeah. are fucking stupid. Yeah. I mean, it's how does somebody, that's all I'm saying. But, like, how does somebody go from getting offered an eight, uh, eight, uh, four year, 80, $84 million deal to uh, six, one year, six, six million? Like, does some beyond? So either way, either way, we won. Yeah. Um, um, Shit, man! All right, let's let's get to uh, the piece de la resistance. Yeah, yeah, the mal, the malice. Today's malice. <laughs> today's show. Malice. <laughs> I was like, I was hype. The reason why I was like, yo, let's all like, like this. Really, I want to like go over this with y'all because um, homie that I go to the games with. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? His son. He's a Purdue. He he worked on this documentary. Mm -hmm. His son did. So he always so he let me know months ahead that yo he's working on this mm -hmm. and um he's working on this and like it should be coming out August blah 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 you know so he let he let us know so I was like yo we I'm watching it first first night out you know what I mean I hope and, uh, I have fun working on it man because I have fun watching it yeah it was a great 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 very, documentary very what you think about it Alec I overall. It was Overall, I thought it was dope. I thought it was well shot. I thought it was a, a really good documentary that obviously talked about the mouse at the palace and shit like that. Like overall, it was, it was really good. I really and what was your? I wanted to hear your perspective on it. Just overall, you can get deeper into it. But it's the fact that this happened in two thousand four, you were literally the five years old when this shit happened. I you know what I mean? Watching this shit live, huh? I remember watching that. Yeah, shit I was live. watching it live. Watching that game, and um, Whoa. and um, I was yeah, and um. So it's like, what was your? Because all these players and stuff like that, you knew them, you know them a little bit, but like you didn't really grow up with them, grow up with them, and you probably saw. When did you probably see that video? Um, I can't remember when I saw. I can't remember when I saw like the video, mm -hmm. of the malice or whatever. But 
I remember you told me about it one time. Mm. I, don't, I don't remember what we were like talking about, right. but you had brought it up yeah. about like the malice at the palace and telling me that these niggas jumped in the stands and were fighting or whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, like, I don't remember when I saw the video, but I, yeah, overall that shit was wild. Yeah. It was crazy. Like, and it's kind of interesting too because when I was watching that documentary, it kind of reminded me of like the Kyrie situation a little bit. Yes, when yes. When he's stomping on the logo and somebody right. like threw something at him or whatever. Mm, right. And it kind of just was come a long way. <laughs> yeah. 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 Straight up. And that's what I. Oh. Yeah. But no, like it just. Let, let me pick your bag off that for one second. Yeah, yeah. Going back to that Kyrie mm. shit. Mm. Part of my point is that it's like, bro, generally speaking, you're lucky. Boston's one Boston is is a, is one of many cities in this country that you could pull that stunt off and get away with it. You couldn't pull that shit off in Detroit. You for goddamn sure couldn't pull that shit off in Philadelphia. Yeah, I was about to say. So hence the game, respect for the game generally, but back to what we really want to talk about. Yeah, bro. Yeah, like so yeah, I was just drawing parallels with like the whole Kyrie shit and like the malice of the palace and whatever and like even the Russell Westbrook shit too, when they pulled yeah. the pulled the the, the yeah. with the fan, the 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 hot the um Dog. popcorn or, or on him and shit. The Trey Young shit, when a nigga like spit, spit. On right? Him. Yeah. Exactly, Bro, exactly. Like, None that of these. One, I, Trey Young should have. He didn't know that happened. Yeah, he didn't know it happened. But if he did, you had to let that nigga get like a one-two off. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. Exa- at least, yeah. at least a two-piece, Yo, at least crazy. a two-piece special, a couple even, sides. I don't even think homie got like banned or anything. I can't nah. really remember. No, nah, probably did on. Um, pot, you yeah. got banned for the rest of the playoffs. Yeah, if you can spit on seeing that close, that means you got money. <laughs> they ain't banning you. Oh no, they are. Yeah, they definitely. <laughs> they definitely are. That, uh, um, what city was that in? Uh, New York. Uh, yeah, that definitely. New York. Yeah, New, New York. They'll ban you. Yeah, because um, everybody got money in there. Um, yeah, man. Like I, I um, I want to say like it really. I think the the biggest thing that it left me with was like of the I always focus on like what I didn't know because I watched that shit happen. And that shit was surreal when it happened. Mm-hmm. Like really like understanding that like yo, at that time I really liked the Pacers even yeah. though of course the Celtics were my team because yeah. I loved Jermaine O'Neal. Yeah. I loved Jermaine O'Neal. Fucking look like I was that iffy. Nigga. I was iffy about about um about Reggie Miller, but I love that squad. Iffy I love him. Reggie Miller, you didn't fuck, you didn't fuck with Reggie Miller. Nigga. No, no, but iffy. he played. But he played for the t- for the the Pacers, which I like them. So yeah. it was like I was like, ah, whatever. I'll deal with Reggie Miller. Exactly. You didn't um, fuck with Reggie Miller. You dealt I was with iffy. it because you liked Jermaine O'Neal. I was you said fuck it. I it respect just, for Jermaine. I'm gonna respect his man. Is iffy not but a good not, term to you? It's not a good term. It's not authentic. You did not fuck with Reggie Miller in any way, shape. And all or right. form, all right, all right. Until Jo got there, all right. So no need to be all kind to a motherfucker like Reggie Miller of all people, right? I mean, can't even be Cheryl. Stop it. Oh jeez. Stop it. Oh jeez. Stop it. Uh, but yeah, like I, I fuck with them. I love fuck with Stephen Jackson, Jamal Tinsley, um, later Al Harrington. I really mm-hmm. like that team, and I knew because. It was, and I knew Jeremy really liked the Pistons. Yeah, you know what I mean. Jeremy really liked the Pistons. So, and I hated Chauncey Billups. (laughs) I hated Chauncey Billups. But at the end of the day, the both teams were the same. Four Pistons, baby. Yeah. First time I call some shit. Right. They're gonna beat the Lakers. Jeremy, you're crazy. They're gonna beat the Lakers. Jeremy, you're crazy. Niggas, lucky we went on summer vacation. Yeah. Couldn't even go. This nigga waited till September to finally get it off. Oh, and I did get it off. Yeah. Um, Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. And um, so you got like and Jeremy really like Jeremy really liked the Pistons and I hated the Pistons. I hated Chauncey Billups, mm-hmm. fucking Ben Wallace. I liked Rasheed Wallace. Squad, ben yeah. Wallace, Rip Hamilton, and that fucking mass fuck that just running around <laughs> Olaying motherfuckers into pits and shit. <laughs> fuck this nigga Rip Hamilton. So I was waiting, waiting for this game. And the and the Pacers did exactly what I needed them to do. I needed them to whoop the Pistons ass. Yeah. I needed them to fucking to they show were. that they were the motherfuckers in the East to be beat. They were the ones that were going to get the Pistons up out of here and get Reggie Miller and get Reggie Miller his ring. And this shit fell apart, man. Shit fell apart. And like, and like I said, the, the one thing just to set the scene, you know, so going into that, I just to set the scene of like how it was yeah, going into it. But then also with documentaries, I always try to focus on or 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 like look for things I didn't know. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and what it left me with, and like the biggest thing that the documentary left me with was the fact that I didn't know that how angry Jermaine O'Neal was mm. with Ron Artest. Mm. I didn't know they got into like a fight after, like Mm -hmm. right after it. Mm -hmm. I didn't know how much he blamed him for Mm -hmm. things. I didn't know how much Ron Artest knew he was to blame or felt like he was to blame. Ron Artest ain't never lied, bro. Crazy people don't lie. They don't. They don't. They don't lie. They tell you like, but like, uh, like, yeah, I didn't know that Ron Artest really to this day really felt like he fucked everybody. Mm -hmm. Like he, I'm to blame. Like when he said the words, like, I feel like, I feel like a coward. Yeah. And when he said it, when he said, oh, like, I feel like a coward, when he said it in the documentary, like, I feel a coward when I, I feel like a coward when I'm around them. Cause yeah. I felt like I was a coward when I left yeah. and I left cowardly and I would admit it. Yeah. And then I didn't know that he said that. Mm-hmm. I saw he said that in the documentary present mm-hmm. day. I didn't know he said that immediately preceding them winning the championship in LA yeah. in the post game interview. Yeah. I had no idea that he said that, yeah. 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 you know? So what it did for me was like, Damn it! I love the, the overarching thing is I left that I left that that documentary feeling badly for Jermaine O'Neal. Yeah, above all, yeah, I didn't feel bad for Reggie Miller yeah. because Reggie Miller's um, legacy was already cemented. Yeah, he was, he's already come on. He's Reggie Miller, he's championship or not. Come yeah. on, he's the one of the greatest of all times. Yeah. Top fucking twenty all time, twenty five all time. The only dude who I saw in his playing career who didn't back down to Jordan. Yeah, like you know what I mean. His shit was already cemented. Yeah. Ron Artest with all his other shit still ended up winning a championship, and not just winning a championship, being like last nigga on the bench. Nah, like nah. no, he was a fucking I contributing. The fucking threes he yeah. was hitting exactly in, game in game seven. You know he fucking won that championship. Yeah. yeah. And then you got Jermaine O'Neal, who a fucking multiple time All Star kid straight out of high school. Fucking early, young in his career, bringing fucking bringing the the Pacers to the brink mm-hmm. of going to the finals multiple times, mm-hmm. had them competing in the Eastern Conference, mm-hmm. battling Miami, battling the Celtics, battling the Cavaliers, mm-hmm. battling you know, and he never got to that point of of a dog. Jermaine O'Neal had inside game, outside game, yeah, take niggas different. off the off the off the dribble, different. post moves, all of that shit. Powerful in the paint, and then on top of that, 
he fucking threw everybody shit yeah. that came into the paint. Yeah. That defense Everybody. was ridiculous. That defense was ridiculous, man. When you had Ron out there covering the wing, and Ron, Ron said it in, in the documentary, like, if you if you could find some way to magically beat me, you got to get through J.O. Yeah, get exactly. It's a wrap for y'all. Y'all yeah. done. And that's why those games against the Pistons were so great because those were defensive games. Yeah. Like, those games were in the playoffs. Like, Duh, you, send it, you, seen, you seen the score. I, I wanted to rewind it to yeah. see the score of the end of game six. When like the le- when the Pistons yeah. won, yeah. nigga, it was like four minutes left, and the game was like fifty nine to fifty nine, bro. Yeah, Legit. straight defensive and then, and then, star war games, and then they they blame Ron for some for some fucking elbow, and that's the one thing about the Pistons though. Yeah. That elbow Go Ron ahead. gives. Go ahead. Rip Hamilton. Rip your flopping, bro. Flopping, bro. That was not no real elbow. And if anything, you dipped your head into his elbow. Come on. And then going to the mouse in the palace. Yo, Ben Wallace, you overreacted. Dog, Big thank time. you. Thank that was, you. That was a hard foul. Oh, at that stage of the game. No, 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 oh, no, no, no. come on. I remember in that moment saying, yo, Ben, that's, a, that's some bitch shit. Come on, you man. You pushing them, da-da-da-da. I'm this shocked before, they got Ben in the and, goddamn and, and, and documentary. Before, and I'm happy that they highlighted it, right? Because I never knew it was for sure. Because in the documentary, they highlight that Ben was throwing stuff. Yes, I didn't know that. When he was laying down, I didn't know that either. I, I watched this shit live. I'm watching all this shit when, when when it happened. Right at the time, I thought he was just pointing, and I mm-hmm. thought I saw something come out of his hand. But I was like, nah, he would throw something at him, yeah. whatever. But in the documentary, they're like, no, this motherfucker. And I remember Ben used to wear mad, he wore mad bands, mad fucking every band on his legs. Like, what the Ten fuck? Ten bands, fifty bands. Yeah. <laughs> this dude was throwing shit at him, and in the documentary, they highlight that shit as well. And this is the power that players have, right, bro. You throwing shit at him, Ben, right? You're the emotional, you're the heart of that team. Mm-hmm. The fancy, you're throwing shit at him. What the fuck you think they're gonna do? Right. The it's about setting like, an example, bro. Fans yeah. are like like a dog. Like you're yeah. that shit. Like it's a fanatic. Dog. Like, yeah. yeah. Don't they forget it's short for fanatic. Yeah. yeah, they do. Shit, Listen, so there's like, so many people to blame for this shit. Yeah. Outside of Ron Artest. Yes. It ain't even fucking funny. Yes. Basically, first and foremost, anyone who, who wasn't in a Pacers jersey or associated with the papers. Pacers is not to fucking blame. Yeah. This whole shit is on Detroit. Yes. Thank their you. Fans, thank you. Their players. Thank you. Their organization. Thank you. You got the local cops out there. Like, we don't know fucking local cops. Oh, you didn't know that was fucking you didn't Reggie, know who Reggie Miller? Miller was? Yeah. When you were going on the court to fucking mace Ron Artest. Thank you. Get the fuck out of here. Thank you. Everyone in that in, in, in that documentary was straightforward and honest, except for those two fucking cops that they interviewed. Yep. Even the DA was honest. Like, yes. look, man, this is what it is, this is what it ain't. Yeah. And, and the way we see it. And, and, and J.O. was justified because he's the only one who took it all the way to federal court. They were justified in defending themselves. Yes. These guys are defending themselves. Yeah. And y'all over here trying to arrest them, trying to fucking mace them and all this shit. Yeah. This was fanaticism at its worst. Because yeah. don't get it fucking twisted. Those cops are just as crazy as those fucking fans. Yep. They hated the yep. Pacers just as much yep. as those fans did. Yep. And then you go to the organization, you got three, four cops in the fucking building. Th- three NBA, cops. NBA, this is how you protect your players? Three cops. Let's make something very clear. Very, very clear, because y'all don't get it already. None of these organizations, they're no different from the, from the companies that hire us, regular fanatics and fans and regular people, right? They don't give a fuck about us. They don't give a fuck about them. Mm-hmm. They are staff, as far as they're concerned, Quote unquote expensive, no, not even staff. 
No, staff is too respectful. <laughs> These guys are investments. Mm-hmm. They're no different than the multifamilies motherfuckers buy to rent out. Okay? No one's bigger, bigger than the team. No one's bigger than the league. That in and of itself, I don't have a problem with. But, it's went to the, but when it gets to the point where player safety is nowhere near the priority... Hmm. I've always had a problem with the fact of how close fans are to fucking players. To the court, yeah. The, the, only, the only thing that, that I feel is cool is how they do it in baseball. We have the dugout. You have something covering you. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers can't really harass you like, like, like that. Where, like They can actually see all the nitty gritty and stuff like that. They put their hands on you if they really want to, you know? But when you look at sports like the NFL, how they treat players when it comes to CTE, NBA, when you treat players to how, how you protect them. It's one, fans shouldn't be throwing shit at nobody in any sport. But it's one thing when you throw something at a football player or a hockey player who actually has fucking pads on, mm-hmm. so at least they have a fucking chance. Right. Philadelphia Eagle fans. Right. But when you Fuck have, Philly, when, 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 you, when you're throwing stuff at NBA players or soccer players who have no covering on themselves, and NBA players who, who 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 need like, hey, you throw something on a soccer player, you hit his wrist, you fuck up his wrist, ah, fuck it, ah, he, he might be still be able to play. You fuck up an NBA player's wrist, you know what I mean? Like yeah. they need more of their body to do what they do versus Jermaine, like these Jermaine O'Neal, like 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 fucking like um, Reggie Miller said so eloquently put it, the best miss of his career, best miss of his career. That Jamel again, watching that shit live. Jermaine, I, Jermaine O'Neal, when I saw him coming in, I was like, this is the climax of this. Yeah, yeah. He's about, about, to, t- he's about to tee he's off. He's about to take this nigga's head off. Look what he did what? to him when he, he slipped, slipped and lost mad at his momentum. No, he didn't slip. He didn't slip. That was God's hand. Yes, that was God. You're that right. was God You're right. right there. You're right. You mean to a dude right. that's that athletic with that type of footwork? 6'10", slip. 200 and so... I was, yo. That was God's hand saying, yep. J-O, J-O, j j j j I'm gonna let you get this off, but if you murder this dude, they, a live this television. This is gonna go from you defending yourself in the end in federal court to maybe you get found not guilty in a federal child trial for murder. For murder, bro. Dead ass. Is this justifiable homicide? Yeah. Bro, yo, no, fans was wild. And we talk fans about call call Jo a bitch because it was a sucker punch. What yo, that is? little nigga. Ain't no yo, sucker, no. I'm Ain't surprised no. they even let the nigga in the documentary. Yo, yo, you still clout chasing? <laughs> you still clout chasing over getting fucking socked in your fucking face? You still oh, clout chasing? Calling a sucker punch? I almost stood up, nigga, when I heard that nigga say that. <laughs> Dead ass. Dead ass. I'm like, yo, this nigga deserved it. If there's one nigga that deserved to get their ass beat, it was this nigga right here still 15, 16 years later. That's the same homie that ran down to the court and tried to fight Ron Artest, right? No, that's no. His, that was his homie. That was his oh, homie. Yeah. They looked alike, though. And they yeah. used to have a jersey on. They yep. both had even Ron. Yeah. Uh, uh, greatest Ron Artest of... Greatest Mr. Ron Artest life. Yeah. If he hit that dude square... <laughs> yo... Come it's on, man. Hit him with the Shaq Charles Barkley punch. Hell yeah. Was going for the head. Homeboy just slipped slightly. Because people don't blitzed. understand. These are NBA players, on, bro. Man. These niggas' hands, bro, the, the diameter between on, knuckle man. to knuckle is the size of your head, bro. Oh, yeah. They can't make boxing gloves That's for why these niggas. J.O. didn't need to hit him that squarely. Right. If he did... That nigga, that nigga fell like a ton of bricks, he's like either, a sack of potatoes, bro. He's either dead... Or still unconscious to this day. Well, he is a potato. Be, 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 he's a fucking potato. Dead ass. Dog. Yo, and, and we talk about like, and that's another thing about what we didn't know about. Like, dog, we could go really get oh, our conspiracy oh, back. Oh, 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 like, oh, oh. 
I saw before going to that bag. There's one person for the Pacers I have to blame. One. Let me, can I try to guess? Guess. Ali, do you want to guess too? Okay, I'll try to guess. So I'm going to give you guys sound some time, okay? The one nigga on the Pacers to blame. Actually, they might sue us for this. I'm blaming, the G, I'm blaming the GM for bringing a bunch of wild niggas on the team. Straight up. Fat. Straight fat, up. Fat, Straight fat, up. Fat. No, no, but go ahead. I really, I really don't know. One player on the... He's a player. Anyone in the organization. Anyone in the organization to blame for that moment. Larry Bird. Yes. <laughs> um... Reggie Miller? Tell us. That's your guess? Yeah, that's my guess. Everyone who wasn't black. <laughs> I blame Donnie yeah. Walsh, and I fucking blame Larry Bird. You understand? Now, check yeah. if you was half right, because Donnie Walsh is the leader. Yes. Donnie Walsh, what the fuck were you thinking? Yeah. In the immortal words of Checky over here, bringing a bunch of wild-ass niggas together yeah. under the likes of Reggie Miller. Yeah. Reggie Miller, and, Reg and, and Ali, you're right, too, now that I think about it, with his light-skinned ass, because you know why? Yeah. You know why, Reggie? Because Reggie knew better. Yeah. But Reggie said, fuck it. He wanted I want this chip. He wanted a chip. He was in Jordan mode, like, I'm taking this shit personal. Donnie said He went to Donnie, like, yo, I don't care who you get, I don't care how fucking crazy so you got your main O'Neal Donnie got no regrets And that isn't enough You go in and bring in Steven motherfucking Jackson Steven Jackson Stack Stack 5 Stack 5 Stack 5 Dead or alive Donnie Walsh Man he set those dudes up for failure I can't Yo come on No 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 no. We're not gonna let him slide yeah, it's just like we're not we're not gonna let Donnie off the hook. Just to certify this, so I'm gonna run down their roster, and we're gonna take it. We're gonna travel back in time real quick. You gotta remember. Yo, hold on. Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. Got you. Run it, run it down roster. Boom, boom, boom. All right. You got Jamal Tinsley. Mm-hmm. Scott Pollard probably got. Jermaine O'Neal, what are you about to say about Jamal? No, I was just going to say, yeah. He probably got, and we're gonna go back he to probably got a couple about Jamal, too. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. Gonna go back am, to I <laughs> am I wrong? Am I wrong? Because I know, I know Jamal Tinsley probably got, I know I think he got into a little something. Am I right? Yeah, he's just Jamal Tinsley. Hell yeah. You okay? Uh, like, come on, right, 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 right. dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. So, Jamal. A bunch of thugs. Listen, that's all. I'm going to be real. I'm going to be real. I wasn't upset when they said it about them. As upset as I thought I would have been or usually am. Because these niggas, stack five, I'll leave it at that. Yeah, now, yeah. Jamal Tisley, Scott Pollard, Jermaine O'Neal, mm -hmm. Reggie Miller, James Jones. James Jones. Fred Jones. You got two You got two Jones in the same team? Well, okay. Yes. <laughs> Anthony Johnson, stack five, Steven Jackson, David Harrison. Eddie Gill, Jeff Foster, uh, John Edwards, Dale Davis. Dale Davis was still on the roster? That's why I have to double check because I thought they I traded. Thought they traded for J Jermaine. Oh, because they had two Davises at right. the time, though. Man, 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 yeah, Dale I think Davis. they traded the other Davis because the Pacers had two Davises. Right. They were the Davis brothers, yep. Austin Crozier, Jonathan Bender, and the one and only Meta World Peace. Peace. Ron Artes. Now, Donnie Walsh put these wild motherfuckers together. Right. And of course, Jamal Tinsley's over here. He, Jamal Tinsley is not just, <laughs> he's a starting point guard. You know what that means? He's the straw that stirs the drink. Yes, he's the straw that stirs the drink. Going back to the documentary, this is the nuance of it. That's why mm -hmm. I love this fucking documentary. Mm -hmm. Something I didn't know. Mm -hmm. Jamal Tinsley 
goes to Ron Artest, says, yo, yeah. now you can get your file. Yeah, get yeah. your file in, yep. And the file he got on Ben Wallace, yep. et cetera, et cetera. Yep. Dog. Yep. Dog. So, yep. but I'm not blaming Jamal. I'm not mad. We yeah. knew who Jamal was. Yes, you knew who he was. You a New York dude. We know how New right. Yorkers do with right. their mouth. Exactly. You go to another New York dude. Yep. This, this is, oh my God, New York. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's been a wild week for New York. I'm blaming the Knicks before I blame the Yeah, yeah. I'm blaming, I'm blaming Jadakiss. If we no, keep it in real, we, keep we it can real. blame the locks. Keep it blame the locks. Because I promise you that's what they were listening to before the game. Blame the locks. Um, No, dead ass. And like, and the, here's the thing with Johnny Walsh. Man. Here's the thing with Johnny Walsh. It's not like that nigga learned oh, no. after. Because no. what, then what did he do? No. Then who did he bring onto that Patriots squad? Mm. Al fucking Harrington. Dog. That's what he did after this. <laughs> he didn't learn his lesson. He knew exactly who he wanted the Pacers to be. And he got him. And he got it. And, and they were almost there, but just hard. Listen, as a Leo, I, I think the I can attest to this, okay? The streets call. It's hard to control that flame sometimes, It is. Man. It is. You got, you, got, you got some of the biggest burners. From Greg a, Popovich. From, from a petty larcenist over Greg here, you know. Popovich to, to keep Steven Jackson in, in line. line. In line. That's why I said, come on, man. In line. Come on. Come on. And then everywhere Steven Jackson went was became some wild niggas. Yeah. If he wasn't yeah. in Indiana yep. and then he was in the We Believe Warriors, yep. this nigga was like, listen, the only thing that in Charlotte, Charlotte, the only niggas. <laughs> yeah. Back, and, and, the, and the thing is, the funny thing about Steven Jackson is who follows him is winning because yeah. people He's like that. And like He's they said in yeah. the documentary, you need people like yeah. him. One. Yeah, one. Maybe two. Yeah. Fuck around, I got three of them motherfuckers. And they all start. But, but the funny thing is, is that in the, in the documentary showed is like Jermaine O'Neal is not that guy. But he can be that guy. Oh, okay, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. He's not like yeah, he's a wild, but he's like, dog, I'm not going over the edge. Jermaine, remember, Jermaine O'Neal, like, he's it, I'm gonna I'm gonna help. Yeah. I'm gonna fucking the but dog, I'm not gonna be the first one to yeah, jump of course, in the stands. Of course, of course. Whereas you have Ron Artest and Steven Jackson would have been the first oh, yeah, and they to were. jump into the stands. And they were. You know? And but but this goes back to, you know. Steven Jackson didn't even know the context. Yeah. Going back to Ron Artest's point though, is like he was just in there like swimwear. Even, even Ron said it like, look, me and J.O. were the same guy, except that he could control it and I yeah, couldn't. Exactly. You know what I mean? So it takes a certain type of dude to begin with. It takes a certain type of dude to begin with to even rock with a dude mm-hmm. like like Ron Artest, right? Yeah. But Jermaine, motherfuckers from South Carolina. Yeah. He don't who, play that. Who else do we know from South Carolina? Um, Kevin Garnett. Um, where's with um, South Carolina? I know Kevin Garnett. What, what what retired NBA player has been in the? Oh uh, yeah, what's his name? Yeah, I, I could. I, I was gonna say Kwame Brown, but I Kwame didn't know. Brown. Is he from South Carolina? South Carolina. Yeah, he's a Geechee boy. That's South. Right. That's South. I wasn't sure if he was from Texas or something like that. South Carolinians. Yeah, they don't play around. Cause them niggas, listen, them niggas are focused. <laughs> have you? Here's the thing. Have you, you ever been at seventeen here's years a, here's, old? Here's a, unless you focus. Exactly. Dog. And all them niggas, every yeah. single one of them, here, like. If you've ever been to North Carolina mm. or Virginia, imagine worse. Mm. Imagine poorer. Mm. So mm. what are those three? What are the three, the three thing in common you have with them niggas? Them niggas, right? Mm. Both over seven feet or almost seven feet, mm. right? I mean, all three of them. All three of them were drafted out of high school. Mm. 
All three of them. Mm. So that means them niggas could not wait to get out of South Carolina. <laughs> they were not going to let anyone get in their fucking way to get out of South Carolina. And them niggas were focused. Focused. Who was the third one? Kwame Brown, Jermaine O'Neal. And Kevin Garnett. Kevin Garnett. Come on, my G. Come on. Them niggas do, did whatever it took to, to get out of there. And that's another reason why this shit bothers me about yeah. fucking, about, about Jermaine O'Neal. And I remember, you know? like, even as a rookie, when he was on the, on the, on the Trailblazers bench, when they will put him out, like, this motherfucker can play. He can play. He, he, and again, he, got, he was able to get out of there after three years, but if he was able to play those first three years, I mean, you saw how good he was in Indiana, um, coming off of three years, coming behind Rasheed Wallace and them right. down, down, down in Portland. That first year with the Pacers, he, he did exactly what I thought he was going to do. Because mm-hmm. I've been watching him for three years. He turned the like, fuck bro, up. Like, bro, I've been watching with the with, with, with the jailblazers. You're the jailblazers. Right. <sighs> yeah, man. And like, but go, but like, I, I was going to talk about the, um, about the footage mm-hmm. and about David Stern's crooked ass. Like, Listen, man, David Stern. No one man like, should all, have all that power. Like, yo, Netflix, somebody tweeted like, yo, Netflix really must have paid a king's ransom. Mm. To get this fucking footage. Oh, yeah. Footage Absolutely. that no one has seen. Yeah. And like, and, and like, really like, and, and like, and, and this is where I really wanted to get into like the, the footage, but, but coinciding with like the player empowerment part about it, right? About how like, when I was too young to realize that, not only were they constantly playing the same footage mm-hmm. over and over and over again, even Great though they narrative. knew, even though they knew yeah, in yeah, in creating that narrative, right? Also, understanding the fact that when the players didn't say shit, mm-hmm. Stephen Jackson, Jermaine O'Neal, Ron Artest, they did not say a fucking word. Mm-hmm. They did not say a word. They took their suspensions. They went and appealed them. They won the appeal. Well, Jermaine O'Neal did. He won the appeal and all that other shit, right? Because he followed. He's the only one who followed through on it, though. Oh, no, all three of them did. I thought I thought Stephen Jackson said he went there to testify on. Um, uh, yeah, all three of them were looking to get it to get oh, it okay. thing right. down, but they were the only one that like he had a Stephen Jackson didn't really have a good case, but mm-hmm. but but Jermaine O'Neal had a good yeah, case. Yeah, great case. And I remember, and I remember the way it was reported on ESPN was the reason why Jermaine O'Neal's suspension got reduced was because of. When you because of the fact that they said that they suspended Ron Artest for the whole year and Steven Jackson for as long as they did based off of their past behavior. Mm. But then they were like, but if you're going to suspend them for the past behavior, you have to lower Jermaine O'Neal's suspension for his past behavior, which was, was glowing. Immaculate. Was immaculate. You, yo, you don't get to so, be the face of any franchise right. unless you're a good dude. Right, exactly. Bottom line. Bottom like, line. Real good dude. Bottom we, line. We, we, don't, we, we Listen, for, for those of you guys who don't know what keeps the people who work for Bill Belichick up all night... Is watching all these wild motherfucking Patriots when they're not on the fucking practice field or in the right. field. Okay? You don't get to be Tom Brady like you were Tom Brady, the face of a franchise. The Drew Brees, the face of a franchise. I want, I want to stop naming all, all white guys. So I'm going to go back to the NBA Lamar now. Jackson, you, Patrick Mahomes. Thank you. Um, I was about to say, homie from... I was about to say Deshaun Watson, but... <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, um, that would okay. That would okay. Yeah, we'll bleep that out. We'll bleep yeah, that out. Yeah, we'll bleep yeah, that, yeah. we'll yeah. that out. Seriously. Uh, Russell we'll, we'll Wilson. We'll Russell Wilson. We'll Russell Wilson, um, yeah. You don't get to be faces of franchise across any other sports until they do their background check. They're like, no, you're good. We can sleep at night. Yeah. 
these other motherfuckers will keep us up. But we're right. not we're not worried about you, Russell. Right. You know, we're not worried about you, Deshaun. Right. You know, we're not worried well, about well, you. Well, we were, yeah. we were. We were. We, we, we were, weren't worried about before. you, Deshaun. But, but now then, you back on the radar. Now we're doing you know, wild massages and shit. But, but then again, it's Texas. Allegedly. Allegedly. Then again, it's allegedly. Texas. Then again, it's Texas. Allegedly. So. <laughs> allegedly. You know? But you yeah. don't get to be those faces unless you're, yeah. your character's real. Right, yeah. You know? And Jermaine O'Neal's character was fucking real, yeah. man. He was Kwame Brown who got to play without fucking Michael Jordan fucking up his comedy, exactly. fucking up yeah. his fucking mindset. Yeah. Right. Because you, so let me get this straight. KG comes out of there beast. J.O. comes out of there beast. Kwame Brown, he can't get it done. Oh, he had a motherfucker like Jordan fuck with his head. Mm-hmm. Okay, I get it now. Another yeah. great... Um, Another great story that's that's coming out right now is in the documentary, but the whole Kwame Brown Jordan relationship, the truth about that whole thing coming out. Yeah. Um, but um no, go ahead. Yeah, um Yeah, um I was gonna say about the whole about the Jermaine about um Oh Jesus Christ, now I've lost it. Jermaine um, O'Neal being the face uh, of the franchise. Yeah, um, but mainly about about like yeah, I was talking about Jermaine O'Neal and his suspension getting reduced, mm-hmm. but how it was how it was portrayed to us, mm-hmm. how how ESPN reported it. Yeah. They didn't report the fact ESPN that ESPN is no, trash, right? They didn't report the fact that no, he went to the grand fucking you know what I mean yeah. Supreme Court yeah or whatever to fight this mm-hmm. because of the fact that I was defending myself. Yes. Don't know. My suspension didn't get reduced because of past behavior, which it should have. Yeah, yeah. No, Not this was because I was a player mm-hmm. on the court. Mm-hmm. I didn't get into a fight in any, with anybody. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to leave the court. These fans try to fight me. I'm watching them fight. So my why teammate. am I getting suspended? Because the media has told y'all I'm a thug. Mm-hmm. I'm a black man on the court, and when a black man is defending himself, if he if, if he's throw, if a black man is throwing any punch, he is guilty. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and like the fact that not only was footage blocked, not only was store the the the, the reduction of his suspension reported incorrectly. Mm-hmm. They were made out to be villains mm-hmm. when at the end of the day, the the NBA and David Stern, because don't tell me that, oh, the, the NBA chose to protect the fans because they didn't want the fans the to look bad. Get the fuck out of so here. So they'll make their players look bad. Let me ask you this. Would Adam Silver had handled mm. it this in 2021 mm. that way? Mm. Hell fucking no, he wouldn't have. I mean, wasn't it? I might be remembering. I'll leave that joke alone. Remember when homie in the documentary was asking, it was like some reporter they were talking to or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then homie was like, do you know what changed or whatever? Yeah. And then the dude was like, nah, what changed? And then he was like, David Stern. Yeah. Because he's he's the only nigga that yeah. has yeah. all that power to just yeah. right. switch. And like, exactly. You know, and that was his mindset. Yeah. It's like, yeah. he, he fucking, not only did he villainize the players, he fucking the dress code came up. No jewelry, no baggy shit. You, if you're not playing, you need to be on the. You need to come in, come in dressed to the Tone nines. Down you need, the blackness, talk, dog. Nigga. Straight anti fucking black racist fucking rhetoric, bro. Mm-hmm. 
But that's but that's what left me what my last my last like thought about the whole documentary is the fact of like not the yeah my last my last thought about about it was the fact that the malice at the palace it needed to happen. Mm. It's like everything happens for a reason. Like I would argue that like that incident needed to happen because what it did was show everybody what could happen Mm. because we were heading that way, obviously because it happened. Fans were getting so emboldened in what they can do and say to think that they can throw a fucking cup of beer at a player and then when that one player jumps in because and I, I try to think of it today if one player if one fan had threw a fucking beer at a player like that everybody in the fucking stadium would go oh mm. instantly distance themselves from that nigga instantly because they know cameras are everywhere Cameras are fucking everywhere. Security is everywhere. We've seen, and all of them have seen the malice in the palace. All of them. Arena security is higher. Fucking police presence is higher. And there's cameras everywhere. There's ushers all in the shit. And I don't know if that's necessarily a good thing. Shout out to Homeboy who was a GM for Golden State Warriors when they won their chip. Getting stopped by the freaking right. I mean, racism. Racism still exists. Shit. Regardless, Raptors. You mean the Masai? Masai? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, When he got stopped when he was trying to make it to the court. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Like all of those things in the whole the whole culture around it has changed and put the onus on the fans. You should not be on the court. You should not be throwing anything. You should not be. And whatever fucking happens to you after that. Is on you. Okay. And now Adam Silver has that cultural backing mm-hmm. that David Stern didn't have back then. He didn't have that cultural backing because we don't look at these players as, oh, they're just rich millionaires. Da, da, da. No, the, mm-hmm. the common fan is still more cognizant of the fact that even so, even if they're rich, even if I, I still shouldn't do that. That's why it doesn't happen. Mm. And that's why when the shit when the shit started happening this year, that's why the reaction was to it because no one is going to have your back. Back then that nigga went on, that nigga went that nigga not only did it, he went on fucking interviews talking about he did it. Acting funny, making jokes. Making like, jokes like and I shit. Kept my foot out to yeah. the homie. Yeah, he said that was his only regret. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You would homie that got wow, punched that in just... the face by Jermaine O'Neal went into the back and was like, yo, I should really act like I'm really hurt. What if I was really hurt? Went out on a fucking stretcher, yeah. bro. Like he can yeah. sue and shit. Like, yeah. like I said, like we- The malice in the palace needed to happen. Yeah. It needed to happen. Because if it didn't, shit would happen Shit would have been worse. Mm-hmm. Imagine what happened that day. It would have been worse. Yeah. You know what I mean? And because we needed certain things to set new regulations. It's just like, I don't want to equate it to not, I don't want to equate it to 9-11. Mm-hmm. 
But it, it's a, but it's equated to nine eleven. Like when something really bad happens, and you start thinking about. So how did niggas used to get on the plane before on September tenth, two thousand one? Yeah, that's that's crazy. Brought that up because it is now. When I would first hear about it, people can just bring rant. Like it was just. It was kind of crazy thing. Yeah, about that. that's right. Because like, Alex, Alex legit was born at a time where, like, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's crazy. There were stories yeah. about that. Like, you could bring like cigarettes and shit. <laughs> niggas was smoking. Niggas oh was God. fucking. It wasn't really. That's like, a legit. Yeah, niggas wasn't like metal detecting yeah. all types of wild. Like, you realize that's our legit back in our day story. Right? Yes, yeah. yes. Back in our day, we used to be able to bring whatever the fuck we wanted on yeah. a plane. Yeah. They yeah. no one even pat us down, and the and, dope was great. And the, the dope was great. <laughs> and we used to wear suits. <laughs> <laughs> you motherfuckers rock around in they fucking slumber party pajamas on the plane, classless. <laughs> but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, and I was just gonna say like I, I've, I haven't traveled that much now, mm-hmm. but when I go to airports, like it gives me anxiety now a little bit. Like, even yeah. even though, and that's the funny thing about safety, right? Yeah. It's like people ask the question: Do you feel more safe? With people walking, when you see police walking around, police presence, or do you feel less safe with police presence? Do you feel more safe when TSA is fucking making, pretty much making you strip naked, Mm. standing the thing, nigga, the shit goes around you to make sure you don't got, like, do you feel more safe or less safe? (laughs) But it depends on the person. You know? That was so funny about that. Um, One time I was standing in an ATM. And I realized, I realized it was one of those ATMs where it's like a freestanding ATM, right? That yeah. you have to walk into. Right. And I realized that it was one of those ATMs where if something goes wrong in there, it will lock you in. Yeah. And I was like, yo, I'm never coming to this ATM again. Yeah. Just off the strength of whatever everything's fine and the system malfunctions, I'm fucking locked in here. Right. And I do something stupid or not stupid, like something, you know, trying to relax. Like, I don't know, leave my phone in the car yeah. while I'm in here and I got to wait for some money. Yo, now you're in a fucking terrarium. You're in yeah. a human terrarium, yeah. nigga. <laughs> Right. You're a fucking insect. Right. It's just like it's just like the Teslas and shit with the self-driving yeah, shit, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah. dog, I now people don't know this, or you should know. I'm not trying to like fucking fear monger Teslas, mm. but it's like every Tesla now going forward has self-driving capability. Mm. It's only if you want to add it, it's literally like you adding more shit onto your Netflix. It's mm. like you're just picking up, you're just, you know what, I want self-driving. And then they're gonna you go into Tesla and they activate it in your car, mm-hmm. meaning it's it's laying there dormant, mm. yeah. dormant. You're, you're dormant. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like, so you mean to tell me? So there's a a, 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 a mechanism in my car to make itself driving, and it's just dormant in my car. What if something malfunctions, mm. and then all of a sudden? It's, you know what I mean? It just goes off when it fucking wants. Even though I know that's danger, that's like that's um chaos type theory type shit. But it's like no, no we, but we those are the type of things happen. you that's accidents happen. Existed, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And um chaos theory, so it's like, it's like it's like what makes you feel more safer? Yeah. Like would you if every if every um car on the road was automated, does that make you feel safer or does that make you feel I think sca- I'm a, I, I think I'm gonna follow Tony Soprano's opinion on that right there. It was a. He didn't even like GPS in his car. Yeah, so. right. <laughs> Fence tracking me. <laughs> yeah, man. So it's like, um, yeah, like it's just I don't know. That's like I said. That's what I was left with. It's like, yo, it needed to happen. New protocol needed to be to be put in because they were wilding. They were really wilding. Hold on, yeah. I, I made. I was watching that shit, and it was so much stuff. I, you I made was, a checklist. I made a checklist, and I'm yeah. just gonna read all some stuff real quick. All right? Yes. <sighs> Poor Reggie Miller, bro, you should have came to Boston whether you're ready or not. 
Because I don't know if you guys ever heard about that story. When we brought in our big three, they went to Reggie Miller. Yes, exactly. Reggie, like, oh, I couldn't get back in shape in time. That's where yeah, I remember. being too concerned with trying to be perfect fucks you up. Yeah, We didn't need you to even be yeah. 80%, Reggie. No. We just need you coming off the bench, starting every now and then to give Ray some, some, some time yeah. off and come get this chip. Yeah, instead but of- You instead, wanted to overthink it. Instead of, instead of, uh, instead of uh, what, what was the homie's name? Damn, um, the homie who was a coach. Assistant coach of the Clippers, uh, Samuel Sam Cassell. Instead Sam of Sam Cassell, Cassell yeah. getting a ring, it would have been you. Mm, fact, literally. They, they, you said no. They're like because we picked up Sam Cassell later. Yeah, during the season. Yeah, at a veteran minimum. Yes, we added because that's the thing. Right, the team was about we need more veteran leadership. Yeah, with, with these guys. And well, you fucked up that you fucked up that bag for, for yourself, sir. But I ain't, I ain't shedding no tears for Reggie Miller. Mm-hmm. And then uh, listen, listen. I really should just end it right here. Mm-hmm. I really should just end it right here. Another white man we can blame. Yes. I love a white man we can blame. No. Tim Donaghy. Oh. Was the referee. Yo. 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 Shit that you just forget about, Yo. right? And even now, I'm seeing myself like, because back then, I paid Talk attention about to referees David now. Stern sweeping shit Come under the rug. Come on, man. No one man should have all that power. This but docu- he had no problem flexing on motherfuckers. This documentary would have never happened if David Stern was still alive. Never. 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 He's trying never. to crawl off his grave right now to end it right now, yeah. but it's too late. Straight up. He, was like, he turned over, he turned back, said, nah, fuck that. Straight up. I can still fix this. Yeah. I can still fix this. <laughs> Yo. Dog, Tim Donaghy was a referee of that game. Yeah. For all we know, he paid that fan <laughs> to throw that shit yeah. at Ron. Because yep. in the documentary, he said it right there. Tim Donaghy, another, if, if, Tim, if Tim Donaghy were a cop, how many black men do you think he would have killed? Oh, he would have killed a slew. Come on. Come on. He would have killed a slew of black men. 100%. Come on. Slew, easily. 100%. Easily a slew. He looked like a nigga that we like, you know what I mean? Like, this, mo- this motherfucker, you hear what he says in the documentary, like, well, you know, you got Rod Artest and Jermaine O'Neal and Stephen Jackson, Ben Wallace and, and, Rashid, and, and, and Rashid Wallace over there. This thing is only bound to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, shut the fuck up. And again, that media narrative bullshit, right? Like, all these dudes weren't boys. Yeah, they were, yeah. Jermaine O'Neal played with Rashid Wallace. Yeah. yeah. All these dudes hang out with each other during the offseason. Yeah. Now, Ron Artest probably wasn't kicking it with them yeah. niggas, because that's a whole other story. But all these dudes are cool with each other. You can't be Steven Jackson and not be cool with everybody. And that's why you get loved in every locker room you, you go into. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you got Tim Donaghy over here, referee in the game. If, if For those of you who are listening don't know who Tim Donaghy is, go look it up. Yeah. It's a great story. It's a great fucking story. Fanatics. Kobe. Are called fanatics for a reason. Mm-hmm. Like I said, when I was referencing what Kyrie did in the Garden versus you can't pull that shit in Philly or a place like Detroit, or at least for damn sure, not not in not in the palace in Auburn Hills mm-hmm. in its day, right? Could you imagine? And this is what that came to me: like the only way this could have been worse if this was in Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. if this is in Philadelphia, yeah. it would have been more fans coming onto that fucking yeah. court. Well, I would have got stabbed, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 100%. 100%. And they don't put it past me that them niggas might have had the knives on them. Like, you yeah, gotta say, security yeah. was nothing back then. Nothing. Yeah. yeah. Nothing. True. Nothing. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Crazy. Yeah, it's post 9 11, but it's still 2004, bro. Like, these niggas, not even where everybody has a cell phone, Yo. bro. 
But shout out to the, but again, shout out to Detroit though, because this goes to my next point about that documentary, yo. Y'all remember how hype the Detroit announcer was? Mm-hmm. That dude, you got that dude hyping you up. Mm-hmm. Already getting the energy going. You got twenty thousand people in there, at least ready to roll. At son. least half of them are trashed. Yeah, trashed before the game starts. Yeah. yeah. Like they and said, when they started coming, it's a blowout. They yeah. started coming down. coming down, coming down, Trickling bro. Down. Yo, the knaves. I feel like there might be a little. I don't know if this is might be a little bit of hot hot take, mm. but I think there might be something to be said about like maybe instituting some sort of like alcohol limit with a you bunch know, of niggas at games. Dog, that is not a hot take. Yeah, no, that is not all. a hot take, bro. At they all. need to put you have wristbands or some yep. shit, yeah. and then mark your wristbands, yeah. and for every drink yep. you get or some one shit like that, one drink per quarter. Yeah, yeah like that's your match. Like that. One drink per. Yeah. You don't need. Four, you only need four drinks to watch a game. If you need four games at a live live sporting event to enjoy yourself, that's a problem, bro. Look at look at your real look problem. at Jeremy, look at Jeremy over here being down to 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 uh, to um, <laughs> Democrat Joe Jeremy over here. Fucking, but he's really down for for regulating fucking niggas drinks at games. Ask this nigga about gun control. He's like, no, I feel like that's everybody should be able to have what they want. That's another story. That's another story. You think you think? Yeah, listen, that's another story. That's another story. Story. That's a lot of that's a lot of that's a, what's that shit called again? Diff- what aboutism? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we won't bring different story. On the pod, different on the story. Cast, same right? book, bro. All right. Yeah, whatever, whatever. Different chapter though. Different chapter. Skipping, you're skipping chapters. Same story. Different. Right? Same book. Different you're chapter. Yeah, it, but it's an anthology. All right. So one chapter has nothing to do with the other. All right. Well, well I like the books better than the movie. <laughs> I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh man. All right. Cool. 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 This. Oh man. Oh man. Oh man. Oh man. Jim Gray, why you look like you crying? Look like you on the verge of tears. That shit really hurt Jim Gray. Yeah, it did. It did. Because I think Jim Gray is one of those it dudes, and, and, and now that I'm reflecting on it, and I ain't going to clown you for this, Jim, you really love the game. Yeah. You're yeah. one of those dudes who's really just crying for the game, yeah. dog. Yeah. I don't think there's anything to cry about, because I thought I found that whole fiasco rather rather entertaining. Right. It fucked up the Pacers season, and I was upset that the Pacers wouldn't be great to go up against the Pistons. All right. And so that's why I was, only reason I was disappointed. But Jim Gray, he looked like he was on the verge of tears. I know I said this before, but I got to reiterate this. Fuck ESPN. Yes, fuck ESPN. What you guys do is not journalism. What you guys do is you, you guys are the head of marketing for all these sports. You're head of marketing for NBA, head of marketing for NFL. You guys have a symbiotic relationship where they make you look good by letting you cover the game and you make them look good by telling them how to spin the story the right way so they can maximize their profits. It's entertainment at the end of the day. Like. And it is entertainment, but it has real world yeah, consequences. Some, yeah, sometimes it gets da- it's damaging. Yeah, it's sure. really Pe- damaging. People out here think Kevin Durant's a piece of shit because of y'all. People didn't know that the Allen Iverson practice rant was really based on the fact that you guys were talking about some stupid shit about practice after his best friend just fucking died. Coon and A. Smith. And, and, and in a coincidence, he was, he was, the, only, he was the only black motherfucker in that documentary mm-hmm. from the media side mm-hmm. of things. Mm-hmm. Not a coincidence. But, but I just oh, when you, it comes I, to like the clips, he wasn't in it, sure. but the clips that they use with all the with all the, the media right. folks out right. there. But I just I just need to pick it. I just have to just just clear the air here. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. I just really need you to be careful because every time you say fuck ESPN, that's saying fuck Disney. 
And we're trying Disney? to get Yeah, we ain't got tr- no beef hey, fam. Hey, Y'all just bought ESPN. Hey, I understand that's we're business, trying to listen with Disney. We're trying to get you was cool. We're trying to get the Disney. Why was with Disney? One division was fire. Yeah, it's fire. Why was still got all the stars? Shout out to y'all. Shout, shout out, out to y'all. y'all. Shout out to Disney. Shout out to Disney World. Disneyland. Disneyland. Don't forget about Disneyland. Don't forget about Disneyland. Y'all. I'm about, to, I'm about to go watch What If right now. Right the now. Man, the like, Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, y'all we been doing y'all thing. Disney here. Right. Yeah, please. Let's be very clear. Please, I don't want no Let's problem. I don't want no problems. Y'all with, got smoke for me. I did. That's not what I'm here for. I don't want no problems with the mouse, dog. Nah, I want no nah. problem with the mouse. I saw Black Panther <laughs> twice. Black Panther twice. He's an OG. <laughs> big, big bro. <laughs> OG, big bro. Whatever you need. Whatever you need. Yes. <laughs> 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 But yeah, man, like, yo, nah, ESPN, bro, they've been doing some menacing shit for menacing a long shit. time, Menacing bro. shit. Some real menacing and, and, shit. And the thing about it is, the reason you know it's menacing, because you guys have Outside the Lines, a show dedicated to yeah. what this documentary did. Yeah. Hey, let's go deeper into this story and yeah. really see what happens. Mm-hmm. But even when y'all did one on that, it was about, well, how the game's changed and still blaming the players type shit versus, hey, by the way, this is how the situation was adjudicated mm-hmm. when it was all said and done in federal court. So all these opinions were, were given up, telling you guys about people and presenting them as if they're facts. Right. Calling Jermaine O'Neal a fucking thug. Right. Ron Artest, who's been nothing but honest with y'all, he... Tell me one time Ron Artest didn't tell y'all he was crazy. How many, how many of them, how many of them reported like even before this, like, you know, Ron Artest, like he has, he has, he sees his therapist. Everyone on the team knows he's he travels with he, the therapist. He, he travels, a, tra- a therapist travels with him. He has mental health issues. Understand. What? What? Let's not do things to antagonize him. He's already having a tough time. Where was that? And, and now motherfuckers want, want and even right now, look what we're dealing with right the fuck now. Yes, current state of media no. when it comes to wellness yes. and all that mental shit. Mental health. You think any of these guys are going to call up Ron Artis? Like, yo, we're going to do a special about this. You think they're going to call up Ricky Williams yeah. and say, we want to do a special about this and really the focus is going to be professional athletes and their wellness and their mental health and what we can do is the media to actually help them yeah. hey Naomi Osaki this is, a, this is a little too much for you cool don't do the fucking interview may we ask you to do it tomorrow or in a couple of days so we can, so we can still work who's, who's basically that, whose name did you just say Naomi Osaka oh okay I thought you said some other Japanese where I was like that's mad racist <laughs> I did not hear Naomi Osaka. Listen, hey. listen. I don't. I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't like, project wow. that type of energy towards a fellow, wow. a fellow melanite, a fellow, yeah, melanite, <laughs> a fellow, a fellow Aisian, a <laughs> Um, never that. Never disrespect the queen. Yeah, yeah. Shout Absolutely. Out to, shout out to Naomi Osaka. I just had sushi for lunch. Yeah, along with that arugula. <laughs> Wow. I could never let it go. Wow. I could never just, no, no, I, I yeah, had to take it. Wow. <laughs> wow. Don't worry. I'll bleep that. Um, <laughs> nah, but real talk though, mm-hmm. like, here we are again with this opportunity to, and, and just to my point, and it's also a reason why these professional organizations conduct themselves the way they conduct them in terms of how they treat players because they know the media got their back. Yeah. The media ain't gonna hit no. You don't have to be a fucking rocket. And that's science. why Dennis Schroeder doesn't can't get a fucking deal. No, I'm playing. Go ahead. It goes to your point though. But this is why you don't have to be a rocket science to know, hey, you play if you play a sport that involves you banging, if you do anything in life that involves your head being banged on a frequent basis, you're gonna have some fucking head issues. You have a little something called CTE. But the, the, media, the media narrative is so fucking strong that motherfuckers are questioning that. Mm-hmm. 
How do we know that he got his brain got fucked up from getting hit in the head all those times? How do we know though? You can't fucking see it, but you can see it. But these media types paint a different story. So my biggest takeaway from this story, from from this documentary is thank you to the directors, to the producer. To everyone who worked on the production, I don't care what you did, if you were a part of it, thank you. It was an mm -hmm. amazing documentary. Yes, that that was real journalism. Right. And as someone who, who I ain't gonna call myself a doc documentary aficionado, but I'll sit down and watch a new do new documentaries all day before I watch new, you know, movies. cinema movies yeah. all day. Documentaries are yeah. my shit. Right. I love to learn. I like all that fucking shit, right? Yeah. So I love documentaries. And the way that they put it together, the, from the editing to what they chose to highlight, and, and to your point earlier about about um, they, they, maybe they have to pay uh, whatever to the NBA. I don't think they have to pay the NBA shit. No, I was just joking. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I because at the beginning of the documentary, at the beginning of the documentary, they they flash it right there on the screen. This is all public information. Mm -hmm. Everything you see, you can look at the fuck. Yeah, up. because because now that that footage was owned by the state. By the state, yeah, yeah, because they, they got they procured all that field footage yeah. to what to, to to for the investigation. Now yeah. that evolves, that belongs to the state, which means yeah. it belongs to you. And the one white dude, I will give a shout out to the district attorney, the DA. Yeah. Yes, he was the only yes. mother for the only moon blonde yep. in the entire thing. Yeah, that was like, nope, yeah. this was really fucking happen. Right. These players were protecting themselves. The fans need to be fucking arrested. Yeah. And the flat and again, media, right? In that documentary. Look at the look at when, when he does the press conference and the type of questions there at the media is asking him. Yeah. Like, why are you putting this on the fans for? Uh -huh. The ones that we that we revved up. Yeah. And 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 part of the here and, and, and get liquored up and all this shit. Like, get the yeah. fuck out of here, bro. Yeah. That's why we do this shit straight yeah. up. Get the fuck out of here. It's absolutely right. ridiculous. Players need to be protected. That's why at the end of the day, and yeah, Dennis, you fucked up that bad, but you coming to us now. But you you. Fucked up the bag, trying to make a play for a bigger bag. And I'll right. never be mad at someone for something right. like that. Right. I hold no ill will to any player who says, fuck you, I'm leaving to go get the bag. Right. Absolutely. They, they used to be a part of me that, that, that felt a certain kind of way about it, about that. But as years have gone on, it's, it's, it's gotten less and less and less. I'm officially over that shit now. If a player comes out and says, yeah, I'm leaving because they're giving me more money, feel free to say that shit openly as far as I'm concerned. Mm -hmm. Because you got you got to this these these this leagues do not care about you. You get injured, you're gone. Jackie, what's the most important skill any player could have? You say it all the time. Um, shit, you put me on the spot. The most skill uh, uh, availability. Availability. Yeah. Not that I was some big time athlete in high school, but I rolled my ankle once <laughs> at practice, uh, and I said. It is over for me yeah. in terms of the idea that I could be a professional athlete in anything. Yeah. Because all the, at the end of the day, even with baseball, there's too many times it involves me hitting the ground. Yep. Jeremy came, I'm not taking that risk. Jeremy, one day I came home, this nigga Jeremy looked like... Never had the makers of a varsity athlete. That nigga looked like he got fucking beat the fuck up. 
This nigga's eye look like you ever seen the episode of Martin when he fought fucking um I forgot Hagler, yeah, Marvin yeah. Hagler or some shit like that. Came in bubbles. Yeah, bubbles. Yeah, that was Jeremy when that nigga got fucking hit in the eye by a fly ball playing baseball, right? And that was the omen for me because my freshman year, no, my sophomore year playing playing baseball. What was a freshman year playing baseball? I step hard baseball. on baseball. Well, I spent I, I step hard on first fucking base mm. on the side of first base. Technique base, to this shit. Roll my fucking mm. ankle. Nigga, I thought I'm good. You know what I mean? I'm good. I hop out. I can't play the rest of the game. Whatever, nigga. Go home. Whatever. Wake up. Mm-mm. Nigga, I couldn't even put my foot in my shoe, nigga. Mm. My foot looked mm. like my ankle. <laughs> man. Gotta got put ice on that. Yo. <laughs> gotta got make yo. sure you put ice on that. Because I'm young. I think I'm invincible, oh, nigga. Yeah. You know what I mean? Think, and check. Think, <laughs> think, <laughs> think. <laughs> uh, you watch Invincible, right? Show? Yeah. Yeah, I saw it. Of course, of course, yeah. Um... <laughs> Yeah, think Mark. Think Mark. Think. Uh, and um, roll my yeah, nigga. I couldn't. Yo, listen. That was my listen. It was over for me. Listen. It was over for me. Listen. I, I don't have a walk right. I haven't yeah. walked right since. And you never will. You know what I mean? When they say that's when I learned. When they yeah. said no, sometimes a high sprain is worse than a break. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it never heals. You know what I mean? Never fully breaks and it never heals. Yeah. You know, so um, I was, yeah, I was fucked up for the rest. I, I, I didn't play again. Luckily, it was near the end of the season. I didn't play again. And I, uh, yeah, that was my, and that was the end of my baseball career. That was the end of it. Um, but then I was like, fuck it, nigga. I'm getting a job, nigga. I'm getting money, nigga. Getting money, baby. Getting money. I remember <laughs> I showed up to basketball practice late one time because I had to go pick up my paycheck. Yeah. They're like, where are you? Where are you? What are you doing? I had to go pick up my paycheck. What? I work. I had to go pick up my paycheck. Yeah. All right, go run a lap. They understood. They understood. They knew they were dealing with a working man. Money talks, nigga. But yeah, I mean, that's it. That, that's all I got for that. I think. I think I hit everything I wanted to hit. Shout out to Jermaine O'Neal. Shout out to to the to the Pacers. Sorry, Not this sorry. just sucks. Um, y'all was playing with fire, dog. Yeah, hell yeah, you y'all were. Knew, you y'all were. knew the situation. You were. And none who, of you guys spoke up. Before we leave, we got five minutes. Uh, before four minutes. Before we, who could be who right now in the league could you put and be like, yo, you can't put those players on the same team. Nobody, because I think, well, not try nobody. to th- or just try to think who's the four people or the three people. You're like, no, you cannot put those players on the same team because of the attitude. Because the attitude, because the hotness, like a Demarcus Cousins mixed with a Patrick Beverly, who are actually on the same team. But uh, but he's not Patrick Beverly's not really a hothead. That's what it is. It's like like not, today's NBA hothead is not yesteryear. Who's yothead. the most mentally ill? So the, that's person. what I'm saying. Like they, the NBA got a rap on that. They're yeah. just not promoting it in a sense, right? Yeah. Like they don't necessarily let a Ron Artest test type in yeah. anymore. No, they don't. Right? So that's what I'm saying. Today's high heads, like for example, okay, I want to put Draymond Green, Patrick Beverly, DeMarcus Cousins, yeah. and, and what's his name? Udonis Haslam on the same team yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. And Udonis Haslam is going to be doing what he does for Miami, not playing right. on the bench. Just dogging it. Th- you want to talk change. about thugs? 
<laughs> I ain't speaking about no man out, out of Miami. That's you. I ain't speaking about Disney. I ain't speaking about UD. And of course, they both down in Florida. Yeah, I yeah, I don't think I know. I really don't think that there's anybody that yeah, like today's NBA. Said, nah, they couldn't survive. Nah, and, they, and the they coaches are better. Out. The coaches know how to handle that shit better yeah, and keep that would, shit in check. They would or, be, and like focus. Yeah, they would weed them out, man. Nah, real talk, like. Yeah, Ron Artest, Ron Artest is an honest man. Crazy people don't lie. Yeah, I'm living with that. That's it, man. Yo, thank y'all for listening again. Again, welcome. Thank you guys for listening, Boston Bro Show. Um, signing out, man. Thank you. Peace. Peace. Later.